Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Has the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints come out in support of same-sex marriage? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. An article came out on November 15th, 2022. It was in the Salt Lake Tribune. It was written by Tamara Kemsley and Peggy Fletcher Stack, and the title of the article was, In a Stunning Move, LDS Church Comes Out for Bill That Recognizes Same-Sex Marriage. The subheading was, Church Doctrine Still Supports Only Man-Woman Marriage, but Scholar says the news reflects a, quote, dramatic reversal of previous teachings. And so the question that I asked at the beginning of the show, has the church actually reversed itself when it comes to same-sex marriage? And I guess my answer at this point, Eric, would be no and yes, because what they've done is very confusing. They've come out in favor of the House bill. It's called House Bill 8404. It's called the Respect for Marriage Act. And apparently the church has publicly come out in favor of this because there were some provisions put into this bill that they say will protect religious entities. But it is confusing. I'm reading this article by... Peggy Fletcher Stack and Tamara Kensley, plus I'm looking at some of the responses about this, and there's obviously already confusion regarding this. Actually, Eric, my opinion on this without going into it much further is, why in the world did the church get involved in this? They could have just been quiet about it, maintained their position as they've always maintained their position, their official position regarding homosexuality and same-sex marriage. But now they've jumped into this, and they've confused a lot of people, and that's what we're going to talk about in these shows. Yeah, I think you're right on that, Bill. And you mentioned earlier off-air that this is like letting the cat out of the bag, the old proverbial saying, because you can't get the cat back in the bag. Another uh, cliche would be the horse is out of the barn. You're not going to be able to get back what you had no reason to get involved with a political situation. And what you've done is you've confused many of your conservative members and you've energized the homosexual community who is looking for this as allowing homosexuality to be a part of the church, which I don't think they intended to do. Well, I think they've also energized a lot of their more liberal members in the church. And that would, of course, include a lot of the younger members of the church, the millennials, the Zs, and so forth. They're probably all excited about this, and they're going to see this as their church is changing. Now, before we get into the actual article, though, Eric, how is this going to affect, in the long run, their conversion numbers? Because if the word gets around, as some are assuming that the church has changed its position, which they say they haven't, when it comes to same-sex marriage, is that going to hinder their proselytizing efforts? 
because perception is going to run away here, not reality. And you're going to probably have a lot of people that the missionaries are going to talk to and say, you know what? I'm not into that. I'm not at that point. I believe a man and woman makes a marriage and only that can make a family. And so perhaps there may lose a lot of potential converts. I don't know. It remains to be seen. I took public relations classes in college, and one of the things that always stuck with me is what the professor said about reality. He said, it's not about reality and reporting uh, in a public relations sense, it's about perceived reality. And so it might not even be true, but by presenting uh, to the perceived reality, you've, you've caused yourself, I think, problems in South America and Central America and Mexico. You mentioned... Africa. Uh, I'm going to say there are a lot of people coming from the Catholic background who are more conservative, and they're going gangbusters in Brazil and Mexico and other places like that. Will this have an effect? Because the way that they're perceiving what the church has done is the way that we've had people contacting us today. They're perceiving it the same way, that it sounds like the church is moving toward homosexual unions as being okay and within the bounds of the membership. Well, let me just read you a text that I received today from a pastor friend of ours, and he asked the question, should we be surprised that the LDS have seemingly capitulated on gay marriage? And again, that's what's being thought right now because of this statement that the church has come out with on their newsroom website. In fact, maybe we ought to read that first before we go on. They came out on the newsroom website, and this is an official site by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I should mention, as we have before, that the church came out with a statement that says, in addition, information on official church websites is reliable and consistent with the doctrines and policies of the church. All materials on newsroom and other church websites are carefully reviewed and approved before they are posted. Then it goes on to say that in a complementary way, the newsroom site, the churchofjesuschrist.org website, and other church websites provide an official voice from the church. And you can still find that under the title, The Church and New Media, Clarity, Context, and an Official Voice Newsroom. This is what it says on their newsroom website right now. It's Statement on the United States Congress Respect for Marriage Act. And it says this. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints released the following statement on Tuesday, November 15, 2022. The doctrine of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints related to marriage between a man and a woman is well known and will remain unchanged. We are grateful for the continuing efforts of those who work to ensure the Respect for Marriage Act includes appropriate religious freedom protections while respecting the law and preserving the rights of our LGBTQ brothers and sisters. We believe this approach is the way forward. As we work together to preserve the principles and practices of religious freedom together with the rights of LGBTQ individuals, much can be accomplished to heal relationships and foster greater understanding. Okay, that's an official statement from the church dated November 15th, 2022. Now, let's dive into this article written by Tamara Kemsley and Peggy Fletcher Stack that was in the Salt Lake Tribune titled, In a Stunning Move, LDS Church Comes Out for Bill That Recognizes Same-Sex Marriage. 
The lead says, in an unexpected move, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints gave its support Tuesday to a proposed federal law that would codify marriages between same-sex couples. And of course, as I mentioned before, that's House Bill 8404, and it's titled the Respect for Marriage Act. The article continues, the Utah-based faith doctrine, quote, related to marriage between a man and a woman is well known and will remain unchanged, end quote, the church stated in a news release. Which is the news release that you just read. So what they're doing is they're taking portions from that statement. We gave you the entire statement, and they are going to be citing it as we go along. Quote, we are grateful for the continuing efforts of those who work to ensure the Respect for Marriage Act includes appropriate religious freedom protections while respecting the law and preserving the rights of our LGBTQ brothers and sisters, end quote. Now, this is why I ask, why did they do that? Why did they get involved in this? They didn't have to make a statement at all. In fact, I don't think a lot of churches are going to speak out publicly on that. They'll probably ignore it. Many of the more conservative churches will probably be critical of this law. Personally, I don't even know why this law is even necessary. I mean, there's already laws on the books that seem to already do what this law is doing. It's just one more law in the face of the American public to let you know, we're going to force you to change your definition of marriage, and we're going to force you to change your definition of what a family is. It goes on in this article to say the church's remarks come after the act's sponsors added an amendment to the House-passed bill exempting religious organizations, including faith-based universities, from providing services, accommodations, advantages, facilities, goods, or privileges for the solemnization or celebration of a marriage. Neither could the act be used to alter the tax-exempt status of any organization. Eric, how long do you think that's going to last? I think that it's very unlikely 10 years from now that will still be part of any kind of a law. The way our culture is moving, I would have to agree with you. I don't think that exemption is going to be there down the road if our country continues going in the direction it's going. But do you think it was this uh, seemingly addition to, to the original bill that caused the church to do this? Do you think maybe there was an inside movement uh, telling the church, hey, would you support us if we include something like this? Because they put right up there faith-based university, and you're thinking BYU and BYU-Idaho. They have different schools where they wouldn't want this to be part of that, so maybe they were happy to have this addition in there. Could you be implying that maybe someone like a Mitt Romney was working out this deal behind the scenes saying, hey, you do this and I'll get my church to back this? We have no idea, folks. We, we have no connection whatsoever with these people. All we do know is that Senator Mike Lee is a, a little bit cautious about this and he wants to see some more, some more discussion on this. As far as I understand, he hasn't really thrown his weight behind this as of this recording. Now, that could change in the next few hours for all we know. But here's one thing that was in the article. It says the amendment also specified that the measure did not extend to polygamous families. Bill, why were, why were these families not included? I don't know. It sounds to me like there's a little bit of what, well, let's use the word that's always thrown out at anybody who disagrees with them. Would this be a little bit of bigotry, you might say? against those who are involved in polygamous families? If this is all supposed to be about strengthening the families, as we're going to read later on in this article, why are those families not included, if that's really what they're trying to accomplish? 
But then a lot of people don't think that that's a legitimate marriage. Polygamous marriages are not legal. And so they might say, well, they're not legal. So as, as long as they're not legal, we're not going to include them. But neither were same-sex marriages allowed until just a few years ago. I know. It seems to me like a huge inconsistency. And I guess that's what's bothering me is because this whole thing seems to be one giant inconsistency. It's like the church is condoning this federal bill while at the same time holding on to past teachings of the church. Well, I shouldn't even say past teachings. I would say they're even current teachings of the church, that homosexual behavior is a sin, a heinous sin, as it's been described. And it's confusing the people that are trying to figure out, well, what is the position of the church? And as we're going to see some of the citations that are included in this article, it sounds like the confusion is already there. But we're going to continue looking at this in tomorrow's show. Is it, in fact, a stunning reversal of the church, or is it the misunderstanding? Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism. All of us at Mormonism Research Ministry want to reach out and thank you for your kind support of Viewpoint on Mormonism. We hope that the information coming your way has been a help and encouragement as you share the hope we all have in Jesus Christ. During this holiday season, would you prayfully consider a year-end donation to MRM to help give us a much-needed financial boost into the new year? Your tax-deductible gifts are much appreciated and will be used to further our efforts at Mormonism Research Ministry.